Welcome to Authors on Tour Live, a weekly podcast for people who love to hear about books from the authors themselves. My name is Darren Fote, and today we are podcasting live from the Tattered Cover Bookstore, one of the premier independent bookstores in the nation, with three locations in the metro Denver area. You can visit www.authorsontourlive.com for a complete list of upcoming podcasts. Wait a minute, it's time to begin. Tonight we're very pleased to welcome to the store Colton Moore. Moore is a six-time X Games medalist and pioneer in the world of extreme sports. Tonight he joins us to discuss and sign his new memoir, Catching the Sky. Please join me in welcoming Colton Moore. Hi, y'all. Thanks for coming. So I had the opportunity to write this book, and for me it was uh, really important for me to tell my story and my brother's story you know, because a lot of people get to watch us on TV and see a bunch about us, but don't really know everything. So to be able to tell the story in a book and get it out there, it was kind of a way for me to continue on and carry on my brother's legacy. Because growing up as kids, me and Caleb were basically the closest siblings you could ever imagine. Like we did everything together, you know. We went into writing, so we traveled the world together, grew up together. Everything we did, too, we would turn into a competition. It'd be something simple as, like, riding our bike to town so you could get there faster. It could be doing homework or something. Who could do that fast? Anything that we did, it was, like, a competition, like eating, like, basically anything you can think of that you could possibly turn into a competition. That's what we did. And I was always, like, my brother's little shadow, he was uh, basically my leader. He taught me everything I know, and it was always like me just trying to keep up with him. But it always seemed like I was one step behind, but he was always teaching me new things along the way. And he was fearless, you know, and I tried to take after him as much as possible. And the way I lived, he was uh, a guy that could walk into a room and light it up and put smiles on people's faces just from his presence. And if you knew him, you knew that because... He was just so genuine and kind-hearted to everyone, you know, didn't second-guess anyone, was down to help everyone. He was even at X Games helping our competition where most guys are like, why are you doing that? He's like, I don't care. You know, if they're going to push me, I'll just push that much harder. And growing up, my brother inspired me to do everything and push harder and push the limits and work hard and never give up. So to be able to write this story... You know, for me, I hope people can take some inspiration out of it and be inspired the way I was inspired by my brother and be inspired from our story. You know, we grew up in Texas, a real close family. My parents were 100% behind us in everything that we did. Raised us and got us into racing, and we started racing ATVs. We're from Texas, and uh, right north of Dallas. And it's funny because everyone always asks us because we ride snowmobiles now and we ride in X Games and people ask us where we're from. It's like, we're from Texas. And they're like, well, why do you ride snowmobiles from Texas? I'm like, well, we get a lot, get a lot of snow there, you know? <laughs> we Actually, my brother used to joke. He's like, well, usually about one day a year we get a lot of snow and uh, it's a really busy day that day. <laughs> so... But, uh, yeah, we uh, we rode ATVs and did all the same stuff. And, like I said, me and Caleb were, you know, 
competitors and everything and there wasn't much competition on atvs so we transferred over from atvs on the snowmobiles uh, we put wheels in the skis and radiators on them and rode in texas we had a month to get ready for x games and within that month we had to make a video to get accepted in and the first year we went my brother actually got third place and so from then on it was just like okay what are we going to do next year let's push harder and, you know, throughout the year, we traveled the globe, you know, all through Europe, Australia, Russia, South America, just going everywhere. And me and my brother getting to travel together was awesome. You know, and when it came X Games times, it was funny because everyone's worried about their competition where me and Caleb, we were more worried about each other. Like, as long as we could just beat each other, that's what we cared about the most. <laughs> so I think that's what helped us push ourselves so much because, we were basically getting to ride and practice with our biggest competition all year round. But um, we went into X Games, we had a couple of good years, and then going into 2013, we actually both really felt good. And my brother had an accident and ended up passing away several days later from the accident. And for me, that was a really hard time to get through because he was my role model, my best friend, and my everything. You know, he took care of everything for me. And so for me, it was a hard time trying to find my own way and path. And in this book, it kind of explains, you know, what me and my family went through to keep going. But I hope that people can read it and, you know, see that no matter what, no matter what hard times you go through, it could be the hardest times of your life. If you keep trying and push for your dreams, anything's possible. Because the next year, I actually went back to X Games when a lot of people probably were wondering if I was even going to ride anymore. And uh, I told people if I quit riding and I quit doing the stuff that my brother taught me everything how to do, he would reach up and smack me if he could. So, so I went to X Games in 2013, and I just wanted to go out there and have fun and ride for my brother. And I actually ended up getting gold in, in his honor. So I thought that was pretty awesome to be able to go out there and do that. And it, it tells a whole lot more of the story of where we came from, how we got started into it. And I can actually read a little bit out of the book right now. It's a hard part of the book for me to read, but see if I can do it. So this was actually because we were always competing against each other. Like it was a big deal whether we won. My brother was two years older than me and was always like one step ahead. And actually in, in 2012... I ended up getting a gold medal, which was the first gold medal one of us got. And, you know, my brother was actually kind of hurt that year going into X Games. But uh, this part of the book was going into 2013, and he was telling me, like, you know, it's not going to be the same. There's no way you're going to beat me again type of deal because we'd always joke with each other and be like, there's no way I'm going to let that happen. So this is this is kind of right after he's telling me, like, look, it's not going to go the same. I'm not going to let you win again. Uh, I understood what he meant. I believed that he would beat me and Lavalley and Frisbee and every other rider the following year. Heading into X Games in January 2013, I might have been the reigning freestyle gold medalist, the champion, but most people thought Caleb would win. It was his time. Then the snowstorm closed in on the mountain, and Caleb under-rotated his flip. The angular momentum was all wrong. And he and the snowmobile began to roll down the landing, tumbling end over end, until the sled popped up and speared him in the chest. Just pummeled him, Brant said, 450 pounds of Minnesota-made machine hurling into his sternum. And everything stopped. 
everything changed. Caleb, I said, leaning over my brother's body in the snow. Caleb, come on, Caleb, wake up. The concussion, it had to be a concussion, was the primary concern. For a full 30 seconds, Caleb lay there unconscious on national television, on his back in the snow, with his arms spread wide and the palms of his hands turned up toward the sky. Briefly, after the snowmobile slammed into his chest and tumbled away, it appeared that Caleb might try to get up, but it was just an illusion, just gravity, only the momentum of the fall pushing him down the landing, or maybe it was just his body twitching, an unconscious twitch. Either way, he was down. He wasn't moving. Caleb wasn't getting up. Three X Games officials, dressed in parkas and running through the snow, arrived at his side first, kneeling down, hands on his body. I was next, followed by still more officials, medical experts, VC, and then my father, who had watched Caleb's crash while standing next to my mother with all the other fans on the hill, and came running, leaping a barricade to be at Caleb's side. Go, my mother implored my father up on the hill, knowing he wanted to be down in the snow with Caleb. Let me talk to him, my father said when he finally arrived. Get up, my mother whispered from up on the hill. She kept talking to Caleb, clutching hope in one hand and her Texas flag in the other. But still, there was nothing, no movement in the snow. Soon, my mother couldn't see Caleb at all. He was lost in a sea of bodies. Everyone was hovering over him. Get up, she said again. Come on, Caleb, get up. And that's a little part of the book. That's when he had his accident. And if you want to know the rest of it, if you haven't read it already, you should read it. It's a really good story. And it's funny because we always called my brother the tank because he would have accidents and he would always be the one to get up no matter what. Like he would hit the ground harder than anyone and you would expect him to lay there and he would always get up. Uh, One time at our house he had a crash and where we ride is actually down the hill from the house. He actually ended up tearing his ACL, uh, which we didn't know until after he got up and walked up the hill to the house, (laughs) which most people don't even came and stand after that and um there was another time where he was in a show and in practice he overjumped, hurt his wrist really bad ended up duct taping it and writing the show and then a couple years later found out that he had actually broke it and there was another time where he had a show and in practice the quad cut out and he ended up slamming the ground and his back was really hurt well, he ended up riding the show still, and then later went to the doctor and found out he had broke his back. And so even after this wreck, you know, after he woke up, he got up, and he got up, and he walked away. And that's why we always call him the tank, because no matter what, nothing could ever keep him down. And it was funny, because I wrecked too, and I was actually less hurt than he was, and I'm the one that got hauled off. But um, I hope you can read the book and be inspired by it and learn a little bit about my brother and if you have any questions uh let me know do you have any idea or thoughts about um when somebody does these extreme sports and they get hurt but they don't lose their enthusiasm did he um or do you think he ever gave much thought to the consequences if he was hurt really, really, really badly? Did he ever talk about it? We did, actually. Um, in the book, one of our friends actually came to our house and actually had a wreck and passed away a couple of years before my brother did. And we actually sat down with my parents 
and we talked about it. Um, you know, if we had a wreck where we were on life support or something like that, and we actually discussed what, what we wanted. And so we knew the risk because we've had several friends uh, pass away in the sport. But, you know, it's 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 something we love to do. And uh, I actually had a an older gentleman tell me the other night at another book, store, uh, book signing I had, and I really liked what he had to say. It's kind of like what I've always thought, you know, your body is just uh it's a commodity it's kind of like currency you know and uh there's only a short time you have it so you might as well spend it on something you love instead of something you hate you know (laughs) um i worked with keith and this is something new for me but he was a really good guy to work with about a year he actually keith came down and spent a lot of time with my family and my friends, uh, my grandparents and everyone, and just countless interviews and hours, and actually ended up doing his own research into Texas and our family history and snowmobiles, and about a year from when we started is when it was completed. I knew some of it, but a lot of it came up with Keith actually doing, you know, background and stuff. So it was cool to to, to learn a bunch of that. I've told people, you know, at the same time that he had his wreck, I had a wreck, and I separated my pelvis, and I wasn't able to ride for two or three months, and... It was a really crappy time in my life, and actually the happiest I had been after the accident was the first day I got to get back on my quad and go ride. And it's, a lot of people, I guess, don't really understand it, like what makes us tick, but I guess we got something in us that, it's just what we love to do. And for me, like the first day I got to get back on and ride, I, I sat on my quad and I prayed, I prayed to God and I prayed to my brother and I felt so good and so happy that day I just felt like he was right there riding next to me and uh going back to next year in the X Games too you know it's a big deal you have cameras and you have all the lights and you have all the people and you usually have nerves going and you're stressed and you're worried about it and that year it was uh it's it's been weird because it was extremely calm it's like I was able to just shut everything else out and uh just go out there and ride and have a good time Are we in snow or are we on dirt? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Summertime, it's a lot easier, obviously, on the quad. And in Texas, it's easier on the quad. But the sled's a lot of fun, too. Like, I like I like opening new doors and trying new things. Like, I've gotten into truck racing, and I have a dirt bike that I ride. And everything that's, you know, can get my adrenaline going, I like to test myself and push myself into it each time I get a chance. Yeah, I definitely think he's still, like, throwing hints to me of stuff. There's stuff that he's talked about years ago that I still haven't (laughs) been able to figure out. I'm still, I've always had my brother, like, on a pedestal, and I think I always will, and I think he's had ideas years ago that 
is going to take a while to still figure out. <laughs> well, whose idea was it to go double? Um, it was actually a couple of years before we actually did it at the X Games. So we have this giant foam pit, kind of like in gymnasiums where people do flips and stuff, but it's super sized, so we can jump our snowmobiles and our quads into it. And we'd have foam pit days where we'd just go out and see what kind of stuff we could pull off. And me and him just hopped on together and did it, and it was easy, and we didn't really think much of it. And we were with some buddies in Minnesota riding, and they're like, why don't y'all get on Snowville and do that next games? And, like, that's all it took. Like, we're like, oh, all right, yeah. And for us, like, at the X Games, we always felt like we were getting underscored because we were the new guys, the Texas kids coming in out of nowhere, which no one really appreciated. So it was kind of like, a, well, you're going to underscore us anyways, and we figure we're going to get a zero for it, but we don't really care. Which everybody loves. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was awesome. I still think that was one of like my favorite moment ever was to hop on and actually do it with them. And uh, that was actually talked about more than the person that won the gold medal. So, <laughs> want me to ask y'all questions? <laughs> yeah, I can sign books if you have books that you want me to sign. Just bring them up. And thank y'all for coming out and listening to me. <laughs> That's all for tonight's Author on Tour. I'm Darren Foden. We have been podcasting live from the Tattered Cover Bookstore in Denver, Colorado. Stay pod-tuned in the coming weeks as we podcast Authors on Tour.